Ladies and gentlemen, Philip Bateman here with Mark Chevello, who's the National Re Head of Retail for BDO in the Collins Square Event Centre. So we've just been at the Future of Retail event for the Australia-China Business Council. Um, what surprised you about what was being shared by the colleagues? Uh, no, real, no real surprises from my perspective. I think there was an acknowledgement that um, you can't just play in the physical space. There needs to be a, uh, an understanding that consumers now don't think of channels. Hmm. They pick the most appropriate touch point and shift between them. So for retailers such as Alibaba, they've recognised that and mm -hmm. obviously, obviously now playing in the physical space. So yep. I think for retailers to win going forward, they need a, an omni-channel experience. Absolutely. I guess we've probably been talking about omni-channel um, for a long time. So when we talk about your presentation, you started off by saying, is it an apocalypse? You went, no, it's not an apocalypse. It's yeah. channel convergence, again, omni-channel. Um, what's been the evolution of behavior and expectations of consumers in your perspective? Yeah, I think consumers now uh, have a breadth of information that they can access and readily access, um, not only in their own home or their own environment, but also globally. Mm. So I think uh, more and more consumers are expecting brands that they associate with to really step up and meet their needs. Mm. And those needs are obviously continuing to evolve and they will, they will, they will forever evolve, particularly now with access to, to global information and global insight. They expect their brands, be it Australian or be it global, to really shift and step up and meet their demands. And I'd suggest that uh, Chinese expectations of companies as much higher from a customer service perspective than Australians' perspective or expectations of Australian companies. Though having said that, as you said the word global, globalization has opened up the, um, the ability to interact with anybody from anywhere in the world. How does, that, how does meeting that level of heightened customer service run up against uh, labor costs and the ability to service that customer base in Australia? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's all around... Um getting that right blend between uh, customer experience levels and shareholder return. Uh, you can't knock the customer experience out of the park at a, at a astronomical cost if the return's not there for the shareholder. So for me, it really comes back to that know your customer piece that we discussed, um, really understanding your customer, um, irrespective of the culture they operate in. If you know your customer, You'll be, you'll be able to, to, to meet their needs and, and keep them happy. And you gave us an example of Under Armour. Could you take us through that quickly? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, 2015, Under Armour acquired three apps, Map My Run, Map My Fitness, Endomondo. Um, and obviously uh, the purpose behind that was really to get data around um, athletes. $700 million as an yeah. expenditure. I don't know US. what the shareholders thought about that, but um, look, I think, maybe it was private. No, no. Um, yeah, maybe. But uh, I think Kevin Plank, the CEO, had a, had a strong vision. Mm. He took uh, his investor cohort on the journey and they were obviously bought into to what he was doing. And mm. I think that's now reaping rewards, mm -hmm. uh, the growth that, that uh, business has experienced in the last 10 years, 10 plus years has been astronomical. Mm. Um, and the, the paradigm shift that gave to um, all retailers mm. in terms of leveraging insight on people's activity levels and mm. when they'd need a new pair of sneakers or if they were going on a hike, he would, able, he, he would be able to recommend based on the altitude they were travelling at and the, the conditions they were, 
they were trekking in what yeah. the, the most appropriate shoe or Under Armour shoe to wear. Yeah, I really enjoyed where you were sharing that. And excuse my segueing off to the investor amount. Um, you were sharing that you were doing this run consistently every day, um, say three times a week, and that at the end of the run, he's going to know when you need a new pair of runners. And if he showed you, hey, do you want some hiking boots? You'd be like, what are you doing? You don't know me. Yeah, he's it's- completely missed the mark. But yeah, and that's, that's the importance and that's the greatest insight around uh, knowing your customer and giving them that relevant, uh, relevant, uh, those relevant offers, the relevant insight, the relevant information, because um, it's very easy to to lose trust in in today's world. And if you're spamming customers or sending them offers that are completely irrelevant to their behaviours and what they do day in day out then you're going to lose that customer to the competition. Yeah, once I bought something and then I keep seeing ads for it, that drives me nuts, i got to be honest. And I'll stick in the first comment the video uh, Kogan did from about two years ago, which was like, if we treated customers in a retail sense like we do online, it's pretty hilarious, but it brings this technology to light. Um, What do you see as the future of retail? More or less know your customer, i.e. use technology as an enabler to deliver on the customer experience. Uh, the customer is, is, is essentially your boss. Um, so use all the tools at your, at your disposal to nail that customer experience. Don't be led by technology, be customer led, not technology led. And how do we get it? Where's the data? How do we get access to it? Um, <laughs> Kevin Plank spent $700 million to, hey. to get access to data. All yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it, it is, it is challenging. Uh, there'll be, you know, and there's no one size fits all solution. Customers mm. across, uh, apparel, across electronics, they have different, different needs. Mm. So, um, understanding the right, um, data and content strategy that's going to allow you to capture what you need to deliver on that customer promise there's no one size fits all so it's it's really understanding what what fits best for you and for you personally when does it get too freaky what what are you happy to hand over and when like how do you know when you're being stalked and when is it convenient yeah it's really interesting question um for me, I think it comes back to, to brand trust. Um, I know we're, we're talking about Under Armour, but Under Armour is a brand I trust um, because what the value they're serving to me in terms of being able to monitor my health, being able to monitor my activity on a daily basis, I'm getting value from what they're providing me. So I'm happy to give them my data if um, they're they're giving me value in return. So for me, it's I'm not going to hand over my details to anyone on the street. So it's really, one, establishing your brand and having a trusted brand in the market, and two, demonstrating to me that if you're if I give you my details, you'll give me value in return. Mm. Sounds like respect. I mean, I guarantee if Mario's, the coffee store on Brunswick Street, which I've been drinking every day for about 12 years, turned up in a week and a half and said, hey, we know you're nearly out of coffee, I'd be wrapped. I'd be really, really happy, though that's because they've got my trust. So I'd suggest maybe for retailers out there to go through one or two interactions with people, tag that they are turning back up because they like the product and then engage a bit more heavily and essentially trying to get ahead of them and support them with what they need or even hey ask them i've been having a great time creating uh sign up gateways when we offer something of value people download it and then profiling the customer and everybody goes make the gateway as small as possible just get the first name and email just just get it and 90 percent of the people who want something fill out all the information they tell us how old they are what they're interested in people genuinely want to be helped even in a digital environment especially in a digital environment people want to be cared for and that to me is the enabler of technology. It's personalization at scale. And um, 
maybe it's hard, maybe it's not hard, though. It's like there's nothing else to do. It's it's omni-channel. Like the <laughs> digital's yeah. here. So if there's one thing in the world you want people to know about BDO, what would you uh, share with them? We care about our clients. Uh, I've talked around KYC, know your customer. Um, the similar things I was talking about in terms of retailers and what they need to do to, to keep their customers happy, the mm -hmm. same applies to our business. It's really a customer-led approach. We understand our customers' business needs mm -hmm. and tailor our service and our offer to, to really nail nail what they need. Beautiful. So you can support people through this process. Of Absolutely. Great. All right. There you go, folks. Thanks Thank for watching. You. Cheers.